welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. I am your host, uh, Douglas Green, and I'm back. After, uh, I want to. I just want to thank Hugh Jackman for filling in for me. He wasn't filling in for well, you. Well, he, he was, was filling own, in. No, the, he was his own appearance. He was oh, his own person. Well, he was not filling in. Who are you? Jackson, I'm the one who has I'm Jackson. been officially now on every single episode on Night Swims. Oh, well, you I, haven't. I've already been on. I've already. I've missed like two. Unbelievable. I know. I have never missed one. Well, it's a good thing no one cares. So, people do care. Just you. People that listen. I don't think Dawson cared. I think he did because he told me about the episode and he really liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Thank you. I did too. I enjoyed. Oh, damn, it. that's embarrassing. I got an email. Hold on. Mute. Oh. Well, you mute. know the rule. If you, if you get an email and you can hear it, you got to read it. What is it? Uh, it was from a Spotify artist about Zoo for Stories. We have 39 listeners. Ew. Yesterday it said we had 40. Uh, I oh guess well. we dropped we lost down. one. Oh, well. <coughs> well, uh, so. Uh, yeah, I was gone last week. Um, it's in North Carolina. Yearly summer trip. Uh, it's a little different this year because of the COVID-19 situation. But it was still fun. Had a, had a blast. And, uh, yeah, so that's what's been going on with me. It's my testimony. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing? Like, like recently or like today or like what? What'd you do today? Today, today, um, woke up, I did some cleaning, minor, I did some housewife duties, did some organizing in my room, I, um, cleaned out my car, nice, a little bit, I made chicken Alfredo, nice, thank you, watched Ozark, almost done, yeah, found out that they're making a fourth season of Ozark, yeah, officially, and it will be the last one, but it'll be 14 episodes, so Is that more that's cool. than usual? Yes, it's usually 10. <laughs> then I, um, I re- started researching my topic, yeah. and I started watching Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Oh, it's yeah. thunder thunderstorming outside right now, so you're probably going to hear that every once in a while. But yeah, per Dawson's insistence, I wa- started watching Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. It's very good. I like... I like DC. I found out um, that I have HBO Max for free, which is cool. And I also found out that I um, I own Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, the Ultimate Edition, which is the Zack Snyder version that should have been released in the first place. Zack Snyder is the one who made like 300 Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. I love 300. Yeah. The if first I was, one, though. If I was Zack Snyder, I would... No, actually, that wouldn't work. I was going to say, like, I would make my own movie studio and just, like, make and pr- distribute the comic book movies that I make the way I want them to be made. Because, like, as you know, Justice League was not released in, the like, the way he planned it. But it's because he left because, I think, like, the death of his daughter. But, like, <laughs> so it was, like, changed a little bit by Joss Whedon, who made Avengers, the first two. But then, 
um, ow, hurt my finger. But then it got re- announced that his version of Justice League um, will be released on HBO and Max next year. So I'm looking forward to that. He just makes good comic book movies. There's, and he a, lot always, of, there's a lot of stuff on HBO Max. All of his comic book movies always have two versions. The version that the studio decides to just completely fuck up and release, and then his version that gets released along with it. And his version is always the better, like, critically, which is just... I feel like after, like, you know, that happening so many times, people would have been like, maybe we should do it his way. But they don't. But it's whatever. Apocalypse War is really good. Um, found a lot of Batman stuff on HBO Max. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Um, and, yeah. I really only like Batman when it comes to DC. Yeah. You're boring like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so boring. I know. I just said that. You know, I just found this out. I'm really boring. I know. I just said that like four times. Do you guys want to hear... I'm really boring. Do you guys want to hear... Um, so, so we've been in the studio at, at Zoo for Strays making some new songs. Do you guys want to hear a snippet from oh our God. two newest songs? I listened to Get Stoned, and I, I forgot that you don't cut out what Cameron says. Like, um, Oh, I didn't cut any of it out? No. Oops. <laughs> but here's one second of Such a Nice Way. That's it. And then here's one second of Get Stoned. Hope you're looking forward to those. So, fun fact, Get Stoned right now is four minutes and 19 seconds long. I'm going to extend it yeah, one second. Yeah, no, you have to. Just because it's But is it going to stay like that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it work and extend it if I have to. Yeah. You can add some white noise somewhere. Well, it's the, I, I just have to extend it one second. Yeah. So, so just like... <laughs> no, I would just... I don't know. You can extend it. Can't uh, you just make it, like, no noise, but still I, extend it? Yeah, I, I got it. I got He's got I it. I got it. He's got it. He's I got a, it, okay. He's a producer. I am. Junction Sound. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them, but they have released an EP. Um... <laughs> Just, just the one. Well, so far. And an upcoming single. An upcoming single, followed by a, a, like a at least a 10-song album, which, you know, if COVID gets worse, we'll have plenty of time to be able oh, to yeah. do all that. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but yeah, it's Wednesday. Uh, okay, so yeah, obviously we didn't release the episode in the weekend. We don't have to get into that. But we've, you know, it happened. We're still doing it. We're not missing. Like we're we're like a week off or something. It's not bad at all. I think it's like a half a week off. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're gonna get an episode right now and then another one this weekend. All right. It's gonna be my topic. Just wait. All right. You're still gonna get your weekly episode, weekly dosage, weekly high, speedball. That's all I got. Yeah. I hope we sound good with this new I configuration. We, I think right we now. sound good. I see. I have a nice solid line right there. Yeah, I see that. If then, you if you do not remember from last week, I have done some tweaking to how we record our voices so they sound more clear and not as cracky. Because I listened back to Dear David, and oh my God, were you close well, to the mic? One of us had um, the uh, 
I had the mic. nicer mic, so I was reading did. it. But you were still like crazy close to the mic. Like well, that's was, how I, that's my signature. It was bad. I don't give two shits if fucking bimbo Johnny doesn't like how I sit to the mic. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> Whoever gave that review, I forget. I wonder if we have any more reviews. Doubt it. While we're um, it'd be funny if like <laughs> we become a meme to get like. Uh, shitty reviews. Oh, I, I, I offloaded the podcast app. Oh, you so did. I, I got can't it. I got it. Get it right now. Let's see. So what? While you're figuring, what does your topic have to do with today? Um, it's basically like a whole, like one of those big holistic topics. Um, sort of like a mainstream conspiracy theory. Is it a shitty one like Ziggy West? That was not. That's obscure. That wasn't mainstream. Um, Oh, we got a two-star review. And a three-star. We'll give us a five-star. Cool. Any written reviews? Let's balance that out now. What's our total rating? 4.5 out of 5. I'll take it. Yeah. Out of 12 ratings. (laughs) Nice. I thought it was 15. No. Anyways, go give us a... Uh, honest rating. Yeah, I, there are two people that always listen that have never left us a review, and one of them should Just give us people? a review. Just one of us. Well, Doobie and Dawson. Oh, yeah. I know they always listen. Um, Cameron always complains about not being on the podcast, yeah, but he, he can't even listen. tell us what the last episode was about, and he also seems to forget that we only do guest episodes when it's uncovered. So. Well, we I mean, know where his head's at, up his own ass. Isn't it always? Yeah, that's why I can't hear. That's why he, we can talk so much shit about him right now, and he'll never hear it. Yeah. Cameron, you're not that cute. If anything, your ears are kind of big. Uh, that was his words, not mine. I, think I, mean, ears I, I don't fine. really remember what his ears look like. Neither do I. I was just saying that. Just you really can't something. picture what someone's ears look like. I mean, our ears are hidden most of the time. Yeah. Mine are too small to see anyways. Okay. Why don't you get on with the topics? I'm good. So we can get done with this. Uh, so we can just get done. What, do you you don't want to be here right now? What, do you got better things to do? No, I'm just saying. It's 5 o'clock. You're dethawing some steak. I just figured you'd want to. It's not steak. It's pork chop. Whatever. It's not red meat. It's still meat. It's different. It's still meat. You think all meat is just meat? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Meat is meat. But there's different types of meat. But it's still meat, which is what I was saying in the first place. Jesus. All right, whatever. You said it's not red meat, and I said, but it's still meat. It is still meat. Yes, that's what I was getting at. But that's what I'm saying. You got, you got to differentiate your meats. Differ- that's. But I'm still saying I wasn't trying to say it was not red meat. Or that it was. I was just saying that it was meat. We called it steak. That's how we got onto this. Yeah, and then you said it's not red meat, and I was like, no, but I it's said still it's meat. Pork chop. Yeah, it's pork. And then you said it's not red meat. It's pig. Yeah, but it's still meat. It is still meat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm. I saying. I agree with you. Then you went on a ramble. No, I did. I was just saying it is meat, and you were like, eh. meat is murder. So do your topic. <sighs> do I have to? No, let's do a throwback episode. People love those. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, that was our last throwback doing. So, <laughs> probably not good. 
Yeah, yeah. Not, not terrible. Yeah, Robert better. the Doll's doing bad. Expected. That's because he badmouthed it every time. Oh, yeah. We need to do it uncovered soon. Yep. Maybe I'll postpone the thing I started to do it uncovered. Well, anyways, uh, getting into it. Uh, Jackson, do you think we're living in a simulation? <sighs> no, I do not. You don't? No. I think we're living in a parallel universe, which is completely different. I do not like the idea that we're living in a simulation. Well, you don't have to like it. I don't like I it. I don't support it. I don't believe in you it. You don't? No. That's I think it's more plausible to be living in a parallel universe than it is to be living in a simulation. That's what someone who's living in a simulation would say. Well, also, like... Because you were simulated to say that. That's Well, like, this is also just... No, I don't, I don't think it is. Good, good. We got two sides now. Because usually we're both on the same side. You think we are? I mean, I'm not denying it. I don't think we are. So then, so I, then I you don't, don't think. No, I mean, you I don't just, know. But you just said, I don't think we are. I'm on the fence. All right. Um, so for those of you that don't know, simulation theory is the proposition that of all reality, including the Earth and the universe, is in fact an artificial simulation, most likely a computer simulation. Um, some versions rely on the development of a simulated reality, a proposed technology that would seem realistic enough to convince its inhabitants the simulation was real. The hypothesis has been a central plot device of many science fiction stories and films. Um, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's get into the origins. Uh, there is a long philosophical and scientific history to the underlying thesis that reality is an illusion. Illusion. This skeptical hypothesis can be traced back to antiquity, for example, to the butterfly dream of Zhuangzi or the Zhuangzi. I don't know. What, I think is that a dynasty? How many known? Render Chengzi. Oh, he's a philosopher, Chinese philosopher. Anyways, um, or the Indian philosophy of Maya, or an ancient Greek philosophy. Anaxarchic, Jesus Christ. Greek? Yeah. Let me see. Anaxarchus. Anaxarchus? 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 Never heard of this dude. Anaxarchus. It's part of Democritus. Yeah, Anaxarchus. Anaxarchus. Um likened existing things to a scene painting and supposed them to resemble the impressions experienced in sleep or madness. Uh, a version of the hy hypothesis was also, also theorized as a part of philosoph philosophical argument by René Descartes. All right, so... Convinced yet? No. <laughs> Anyways, so I've got 15 reasons why we might be living in a simulation. 15 reasons why we might possibly, potentially, yeah. it could be living in a potential simulation. All right. You're going to be like this the whole episode, aren't you? No. Go for it. Mr. Know Everything, here he comes. All right. Number one. We've gone over this before. We did a whole podcast on this. I'm not sure if this is my episode or your episode. Uh, the Mandela Effect. That was me. Yeah. 
Um, so some people claim to remember TV coverage of Nelson Mandela's death in the 1980s, even though he actually died in... Uh, 20... 12? 10? One more. No. 11. 13. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we can cut that, make it sound smarter. Um, (laughs) the Mandela effect is therefore supposedly proof that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing the past. Okay. Uh, just... No, no, I'm not done. Uh, Or alternately, this is evidence of parallel universes, and some individuals have crossed from one universe in which Mandela died in the 80s into ours, where he lived to age 95. Um, Additional examples of this phenomenon include some remembering the name of the... Okay, Berenstain, Berenstain. um, And others recalling non-existent movie from the 1990s called Shazam, starring comedian Sinbad as a genie. Um, what were you gonna say? That could just be an parallel example universes. of parallel universe. Because well, I think these these both fit like very tightly in the same category. But okay, but if it's a simulation, then why would whoever's in charge be affecting a very small population with this thought? Uh, to have fun with us, or I mean, I mean, I. A simulation is an experimental thing, right? It could be just be some sort of sim- like what experiment. No, I thought running the, computer simulations can add, like. I thought the argument for us living in a simulation that there's like some giant like extraterrestrial computer. That's it doesn't like have to be extraterrestrial. I thought that's what like the main argument was for I mean, them. Maybe that 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 could be a thing. Hmm. Um, number two, missing aliens. We've spent billions sending probes through outer space and should probably have found evidence of extraterrestrials by now, right? Not so fast. Aliens would likely be far more technologically advanced than we are. The thinking goes, so the fact that we haven't located them suggests we live in a simulation they figured out how to escape from. Or maybe the computer we're in only has enough RAM to simulate one planetary civilization at a time. I don't like that point either because there's plenty of evidence of extraterrestrial life. Could be fake evidence. Are you disclaiming Stephen Greer and Kurt Russell? Come kick my butt. And Kurt Russell? Okay, never Kurt Russell. Stephen Greer. I'll kiss you on the mouth before I admit aliens are real. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That would go back on many things that I've said. Like I don't agree with that one. Half the episodes. Yeah. Wait, half the episodes aren't about aliens. No, Are I'm saying half the episodes we mention aliens. Yeah. Um, all right, number three. Electrons that can't make up their minds. In physics, famous double-slit experiment, electrons are... F- okay, hold on. In physics's famous double-slit experiment... Who's physics is? Like, just Physics. Possessive physics. Physics apostrophe. Um, electrons are fired at a photosensitive screen through slits in a copper plate, usually producing an interference pattern that indicates wave-like behavior. But when the same experiment is conducted under observation, the electrons behave like particles, not waves. And there's, there's no interference pattern. 
Some have taken this to mean our simulation is conserving its resources and rendering certain things only when it knows we're looking at them. What are you doing? Uh, I think I just found the dude who like was kind of like the first person to push this idea in the mainstream. His name is Nick Bostrom. He's a Swedish-born philosopher at the University of Oxford. I just thought I'd share that real quick. Thank you. Bostrom. Nick Bostrom. So what do you think of that one? You weren't listening, were you? No, it's, I'm more... That's, that one's more like... Either or. Sciency. Yeah. Too sciency for us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, DNA that contains a computer virus. In 2017, a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the University of Washington proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. Their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they may have may also have inadvertently revealed that we that what we perceived to be biological reality was, in fact, computer code all along. I haven't read up on that. Okay, but wouldn't, like, if they discovered that thing, they would have to, like, have dealt with DNA that already didn't have, like, the computer, like, stuff in it. Yeah. So then that's not proving anything. Because if that were the case, and when they would have put it in, it would have just like they would have already seen evidence of what they created. What are you talking about? You're saying that they they were able to like in like input like computer into like, physical strands of DNA. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, if that that's not really proving anything, except that you're able to do that. If that because you can't prove. Well, that I mean, I, I think the this whole basis is like, but you can't prove instead that, of it, like something that's biological can be tampered with that's like i mean computer coding like those things don't really mix well is well, what they're I, saying I thought at the end you were saying that like it can lead to the idea that we have like that stuff in us now no and what did it say at the end it said well uh, yeah like we could be coded yeah, that's what like I'm saying. Our, if that were the what case... What we perceive as biological could, in fact, be computer coding. But, okay, but if that were the case, if there's already coding in us, and then, like, if you take... If you have one... And you're missing the point. If no, there's already, like, But if you have one piece of code that's, like, helping something run, and then you have another piece of code inserted in, then they would combat each other. Not necessarily. Break past the firewall. Hack the mainframe. Just on to the next You watched one. a hacker movie? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're missing the whole point. Like, they're saying, like, yes, in fact, we like we're that's the whole simulation thing. No, the whole point of their thing was literally summed up in the end, is that it could be suggested that there's already stuff in us. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if that were the case, then that new well, form... We, something that, new that, set that of we coding, think, because we... I know, but what I'm saying is, because you were saying that new form of coding... Or whatever. That's what I'm gonna call it. When it was injected, they were like susceptible, susceptible to like harm. That's what yeah. you were reading about. So then, if that were the case, the coding that would already be in us would have combated that. A malicious th like code. 
No, just the code, like, the code that we supposedly have, when it faced off that new code that was shown to, like, be harmful. I think you're taking this to an extra level. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm elaborating on it. There's a hair on my phone. <laughs> All right, number five. All right. Climate change, how convenient. Hold on. I like this one. Um, our civilization is just coincidentally set on the cusp of environmental chaos, suggesting we, ha- we could be an ancestor simulation created in hopes that we'd show our creators how to solve an energy crisis. This theory overlaps slightly with the aliens as simulation quitters theory above. If we found an innovative solution to climate crisis, extraterrestrial beings might return the crib might return to crib the results. Okay, so is that saying like Okay, hold on. I need to think about this one. My back is really sweaty. I'm sweating all over this chair. Uh I just went and mowed a lawn. But, um, That's anyways. where you were. I was yeah. wondering where you were. Um, so what I took from that is but they, they our, world, our world has has, um, has ended. And so s- s- aliens came, took us, put us into a computer to try and solve this whole thing. And then they take our results, go back, and fix the planet or something or fix their planet it goes with the whole but experiment you, thing but that thing started with like how convenient that our our planet is just now dealing with like climate change mm-hmm. right what do they mean by just now dealing with it over the past 50 years when it all went downhill but climate change has been around for like over 650,000 years well yeah it's been like happening ever since then but it's mainly been ice ages has it not are you on Wikipedia right now? I'm on uh, climate.nasa.gov. Oh, yeah. So. We love our government websites. I mean, how many ice ages has there? The last ice age was in the 1800s. Oh, hold on. Like, we're not heading towards an ice age. We're heading Oh, I towards... see what you mean now. Yeah, they have a graph yeah. that shows the complete. Okay, never mind. I see what you mean now. That makes more sense. I need to see it yeah. so I can understand. All right. Yeah, this this website needs graphs. More websites need graphs. I, I agree. I agree. It's annoying how few websites actually have a graph. Just make a graph. Go, it's not that hard. You know what makes graphs? Mm. Microsoft Excel. Yeah. It's easy. All right. Um, video games that look like real life. That's just technology advancing. Elon that's, Musk. That's been evident. If you must is a believer in, who'd you just mention? Nicholas oh, Nick Bostrom. Bostrom's simulation hypothesis, which posits, posits, posits that <laughs> if humanity can survive long enough to create technology capable of running convincing simulations of reality, it will create many such simulations, and therefore there will be lots of simulated realities and only one base reality. Okay, but there isn't a video game out there that someone looks at and thinks, wait, is that real life? Like, you can tell when a video game's a video game. Is this a video game? No, this is not a video game. It'd be a pretty boring video game. Anyways. So statistically, it's probably more likely we live in a simulation right now. 
Further proof that we live in the Matrix, according to Musk, is how cool video games are these days. In 2016, he explained, 40 years ago, we had Pong, two rectangles and a dot. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D with millions of playing with millions playing simultaneously. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality, even if that rate of advancement drops by 1,000 from what it is now. It's a given that we're clearly on a trajectory that we're going to have games that are indistinguishable from reality, which is true. But that's a very um, long it, way away. We don't know. Like We've definitely advanced in the past. I mean, yeah, but like even like the best-looking games, you can tell are like, oh, it's a video game. I mean, some people can't. I mean, Those some people, people get stuck idiots. in VR. Those people are stupid. <laughs> Number seven. Thank you. Weird news. Some have proposed that recent unlikelihoods, including Donald's Trump, Donald Trump's election, Brexit, and the, the 2017 Oscars envelope mix-up, and that year's 25-point Super Bowl comeback, could mean... We're in a malfunctioning simulation, or whoever is pushing the buttons is screwing with us. Is like the the Super Bowl comeback the first time a sports team has ever come back before? Yes. Oh. I guess everything else is just a lie. Everything is a lie. There's been sports comeback for years. Oh, yeah? Yes. Name 30. Name 30? Um, I don't want you to name 30. Okay. Like, there's been, like, plenty of, like, sports comebacks, like, over the years. It's not like that that one, I mean, yeah. There have also been bizarre elections, like Al Gore and George Bush in, like, 2000. I'm pretty sure they were, like, off by, like, so many votes. I think, like, Al Gore won it first, and they did a Reeve count. Yeah. And then Bush ended up winning. I don't know. I was two, so I'm not going <laughs> to an expert on the, elect- the election that year. What did you say, Oscar blunder? Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't watch. I never watched the Oscars. Uh, it's not perfect. It's some shitty liberal. The only like induced thing. It used to be really show, good. The award show blunder that I know about is when Steve Harvey fucked up. Uh, yeah, Miss Steve Universe. Harvey did that shit. No one's like simulation. Uh, People Nick, were just like Nick make Bostrom a was. It. it was funny when um that year when it was Easter on Easter Sunday he tweeted out a picture and he was like Merry Christmas everybody, which is pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> But that one, poo-poo. Poo-poo? Next. Um, all right. Quarks. Quarks with computer code. Quarks. I've never heard of that word. Yeah, never mind. Um, seemingly not crazy theoretical physics physicist. Uh, that's not a way to introduce him. Uh, theoretical physicist James Gates claims he has identified what appears to be an actual computer code embedded in the equations of string theory. Can you explain string theory for a second real quick? Uh, let me pull it up. All right. Um, that describe the fundamental particles of our universe. He and says... Uh, let me finish this. Okay. He says he found error-correcting codes. They're what make web browsers work. Error-correcting codes. So he found a code in a computer that hold on, hold on. makes a computer run. So why were... So why were there in a... Okay. What oh the my f- God! You need to get better at reading, dude. I've I've been working all fucking day. So, I'm tired. So oh. why were they in the equation? You did nothing. Shut the fuck up. 
So why were the equation I was studying about quarks and electrons and supersymmetry? He's saying he did it like he didn't just go find it in a computer. He found it embedded in string theory. Now, what is string theory? In physics, string theory is a theoretical framework in which the point-like particles of particle physics are replaced by one-dimensional objects called strings. It describes how these strings propagate through space and interact with each other. On distance scales larger than the string scale, a string looks just like an ordinary particle with its mass, charge, and other pr properties determined by the vibrational state of the string. In string theory, one of the many vibrational states of the string corresponds to the graviton, a quantum mechanical particle that carries gravitational force. Thus, string theory is a theory of quantum gravity. Yeah, quantum. The quantum realm, if you've watched Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, don't know. I have no idea what any of that means. It attempts to address a number of deep questions of fundamental physics. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, so it's, all, he, it's he, all philosophical and theoretical. Yeah. Uh... But what he's saying is like he, he's finding error-correcting codes and I guess places that he's not, like they're not supposed to be, I'm guessing. Mm. You know what that points to? A simulation. A simulation. Uh, one for seven. <laughs> I'm with that one because I don't get it. <laughs> um, okay, numero nueve. No, oh, so one for eight then. You didn't believe any of the other ones? I thought you were on board with the climate change one. Oh, I just understood what he was saying. Oh. Um, why does our universe have rules in the first place? Like what? Um, what rules? Gravity, just rules that like have been like basic rules, like well, don't read run, don't, first. Don't, don't explain it. To don't me. run read with it. scissors. Read it. And and look then both ways it. before you cross the read street. Read it. Read it. Um, MIT cosmetologist, or not cosmetologist, cosmologist. MIT hairdresser. <laughs> Max Tegmark has pointed to our universe's strict laws of physics um, as possible evidence that we live in a video game. Because we can do a lot of things that people in video games can do. I, too, can um, enter in a cheat code yeah. and have unlimited ammo. Have a helicopter spawn right in front of me. Yeah. Um, if I just I have to actually do uh, slash... Backslash command helicopter uh, forward slash spawn. I I usually just hand bone a lot and something appears. It's like slap my knees a couple times. Um, anyways, if I were a character in a computer game, this is a quote, I would also discover eventually that the rules seemed completely rigid and mathematical. In this theory, the speed of light, the fastest rate at which any particle can travel, represents the speed limit for transmitting information within the network of our simulation. Again, something I don't completely understand. But, I mean, video, when you start off with in a video game, like you have objectives and rules that you need to follow. I mean, the laws of physics that we didn't discover until, I don't know, when was the Enlightenment? Isaac Newton. Yeah, was that 1600s or 1700s? 1700s. Um, I mean, I can see how that can sort of fit. I mean, it's not It's not going to be exactly like a video game. So we get one life. That we but, know um, of. Yeah, that's true. That is also true. What if we die and then go into a simulation? Or a new game. 
That's true. I wonder what a new game would be like. Well, if you if you had to name your game that you're in right now, what would you call it? Like the game I'm in right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracked out. Cracked out. Because we do a lot of crack. Yeah. <laughs> you answered that like a crackhead, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I would call mine the game of games because I play. We play a lot of games. So we play video games. I don't know. I don't think anybody would play my game. Neither would I. Anyways. Moving on. Numero... Ten. What's ten in Spanish? Diaz? Uh, It's not actually possible. It's Diaz. Diaz? Diaz. No Z. Diaz. It's not actually possible to prove we're not living in a simulation. It's kind of got you there. Can you prove to me that we're not living in a simulation? A recent study. <laughs> <by> theory- <laughs> you can't read off your phone. I, I looked this up before you started reading oh, stuff so I could have it for the end of the podcast. Are you just going <laughs> to discredit everything? No, it's just a play from both sides. Well, you're doing that very well. Um, anyways, it may be easier to prove that we're living in a simulation than to prove we're not. Nuclear physicist Zoré Davoudi believes that cosmic rays, the most energetic particles known to man, would appear as pixel-like chunks if we are within a simulation, and unending beams if we're in base reality. Meanwhile, NYU philosopher David Chalmers uh, doubts it's possible to prove that we don't live in, in the matrix. You're not going to get proof that we're not in a simulation because any evidence that we could get could be simulated. I have determined that a lot of these prompts go over my head. Because <laughs> a lot of things that in your life that are told to you were simulated to go right over your head. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this. We've now entered the Goldilocks zone. That's what it's called. Um, Earth exists within what astrobiologists call a Goldilocks zone. Close enough to oh okay, close enough to a star that greenhouse gases can trap heat to keep liquid water, but far enough away that the planet does not become a, Vene- a Venusian Venusian hothouse. That we live in such an orbital sweet spot, it is circumstantial evidence for a simulation. If our sim designers wanted us to succeed, it made sense that they'd place us in such a cushy environment. Mars was almost there. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, this one's gonna. Oh, man. It makes more sense than ghosts. I don't know about that. 
I don't know. Bullshit. I don't know. A ghost is sort of like a beliefs thing because it sort of ties in with religion. Well, simulation's more of a holistic kind of thing. Get on with it. Um, paranormal events are not hauntings or alien encounters, but glitches in the simulation. No. This theory is the one most explored on Reddit forums. Like, are we living in a simulation and glitch in the matrix? Well, you know what they say about Reddit. It's 100% factual. The smartest place in the world. Oh, for real. I've only, I've only been on Reddit a handful of times in my life. And people I, die. Watch people die. You know that subreddit? No. That's smart. That's, That's a smart thing? one. Yeah, apparently. Like the, I, like always liked, videos? I always liked uh, 50-50 subreddit. That was always funny to me. I've never gotten into that. 5050 subreddit. They took it down, I think. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me find it. I think Reddit took down a lot of pages recently. Um, 50, 50 subreddit. I remember playing this my freshman year. Oh, my gosh. Is it still a thing? Continue. It is a thing. Uh... How do I like find a link? <sighs> well, the oh, it's dead. So like, so the way like fifty fifty subreddit used to work is you would like the picture will be one of two things in the link. So the link would say something like, "I remember, oh gosh, like freshman year of high school, we were doing this in like a off period. Someone had an iPad that had uh, internet, or it had data." And, like, the thing was, like, one of the prompts was, like, was, like, aftermath of a car crash or, like, a turtle eating a tomato. And you would click the link, and it'd be one of those two things. And so it would either be something really fucked up or something, like, really, like, cool and, like, oh, okay, this is great. And you just do that, like, nonstop. <laughs> and there were some really bad ones on there. We used to play, um, I don't know what it was called, but you go on Wikipedia, you start on one page, you try to get... Um, to a completely different page just by clicking little like the little yeah. blue links. That, that game was fun. Like you can get from My Little Pony to Hitler. I know. I wasn't talking about a game I used to play in high school. You were talking about Reddit. Yeah, I know. But Are that's kind of Reddit? like a game. You're oh, talking the, about the fifty fifty subreddit. Oh yeah. The popular the most popular theory on Reddit. Yeah. Um so back to it makes more sense than ghosts. Uh Let me see. I gotta find where I was. So this theory is the one most explored on Reddit forums, like "Are we living in a simulation?" and "Glitch in the Matrix," where users explore big ideas and philosophy funneled into details of the odd or the occult. A storefront exists in one town one day, in a town one day, then it doesn't. Explanations include a slip between parallel timelines or a pop-up. A car passenger sees the word render in the sky as if entering a new part of a video game. Elevators are frequent settings setting for glitch stories. The jump between floors seems to encourage a slip within dimensions. Oh, and then it has a bunch of pictures that, yeah, don't really make sense. Okay, so here we have a bench or two benches, and they're both like the same exact bench behind one another. And then we got two runners that look exactly alike. And then we got two grandmas that look exactly alike. We're in the same thing. But this one is weird. 
because we had the exact same car, a Hyundai Elantra, with the same license plate. Same exact license plate. Hmm. Those also could be photoshopped. And here's a cat <laughs> staring out the window, but his reflection is not his face. Number 13. We already know what the bricks of our matrix are. Bricks. According to simulation believers, we may have already found the pixel-sized building block of the universe, the plank, the plank length, the point at which our concepts of gravity and space-time no longer apply. If our world is simulated, the, pank, the plank length would be equivalent to one bit of information, or a pixel. And click on that. Plank length. Is there a definition? Blank, blank. I don't think I'm going to find a definition. Oh, well. Hold on. Number 14. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> we're already good at making simulations, and we're getting even better. In 2014, the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics connected 8,000 computers to create a 350 million light-year simulation of our universe and digitally aged it over 13 billion years. That Sims, the video game franchise, has sold over 125 million copies in its first decade. Shows we're interested in playing with simulations, too. If and when a future version of, of humanity finds themselves with the ability to create more realistic simulations, it wouldn't be a surprise if they opted to use it. I mean, Club Penguin was a simulation of a bunch of penguins <laughs> living in the yard. And, the, and that, you know, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, Club Penguin is basically Sims with penguins. I've only played Sims 3. I know you had a Sims game. I had Sims That's 3. That's probably the one we played. It was very... It was weird. Very fun. Can't you make it. your people do it and stuff? Yeah. That's how you have kids. Duh. Everyone knows that. I never... I didn't play it extensively. Oh. Are you ready for this one? I guess. Yanny versus Laurel. <laughs> I guess this can also go with the dress one. Yep, here it is. Which number is this? 15. Um, remember in 2015 when the word flipped out, the world flipped out because we all looked at the same photo and saw some of us, or and some of us saw a blue dress while others saw a gold dress, or the Yanny versus Laurel fiasco of 2018. Didn't that was 2018. Weren't scientists like it? Didn't they like explain how this was a thing? No, I saw a TikTok recently, and you probably saw it too, um, where this guy was playing the same. Uh, noise and it was the same tone but it sounded like it was moving up like consistently but it was like the same tone but it kept going like beep 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 like that yeah. but it was like playing the same tone that's just how we hear it um, but anyways uh, there was also the less explosive blue gold white flip flop debate of 2016 I don't remember that um, say what you will about pitch and volume and color saturation these controversies made one thing clear. Each of us lives in our own world. No, really. Ooh, what we perceive as reality is in fact 
partly a simulation created by our brains, using our past experiences to help us process the fragments of data that we're receiving. To put it, that we're receiving. To put it another way, there is no spoon. I don't get that. There is no spoon. Anyways, so basically, um, our brain produces our own simulation that we see through our eyes. Because, you know, have you heard the thing where um, you the way you look at yourself in the mirror is not how people perceive you in person? I have. Yeah. That's sort of like the same thing. I think it's just, nah, I don't know. It's too much. Like, I can't really comprehend living in a simulation. That's why I'm not for, like, I mean, I... I think it, 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 there's a lot of weird things in this world. This thing could definitely be plausible. Would you like to hear something? All right, is this the, um, the theory debunked? A study by theoretical physicists from Oxford University in the UK, which was published in the journal Scientific Advances, definitively confirms that life and reality aren't products of a computer simulation. The researchers, led by Zohar Ringel and Dmitry Kovrizi, arrived at this conclusion by observing a novel link between gravitational anomalies and computational complexity. Proponents so they of read a, a book? Huh? They read a book? I don't know. <laughs> Proponents of a simulated universe theory include Musk and popular astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson often point to the increasingly complex capabilities of today's computer systems as proof that reality can be emulated. And a simulated universe, which was made popular by British philosopher Nicholas this Bostrom in 2003, it's very likely that some advanced future civilization developed equally advanced computer simulations of past civilizations, past here referring to our present, obviously, in one giant virtual reality experience. Supposedly, these advanced computer models run in a fashion like today's computer games, many of which produce an interactive simulation of ancient civilizations. But according to the new research, creating such a large simulated universe is practically impossible. Simple reason... There's not enough particles in the known universe that could sustain the computing power necessary for a simulation of this scale. The Oxford team checked by asking what it would take to construct a computer simulation powerful enough to exhibit quantum many body effects. For those uninitiated in quantum speculation, me and you, that just refers to physical problems requiring large amounts of interacting particles. Specifically, they tested an anomaly known as the quantum Hall effect using a technique called quantum Monte Carlo, a computational method that uses random sampling to study complex quantum systems. They realized that to accurately model quantum phenomena occurring in metals, a simulation needs to be extremely complex. The complexity increased exponentially as the number of particles required for full bore simulation grew. The more larger the simulation, the greater the computing power required. In short, it's always unworkable. It's, phys it's physically impossible, and they only attempted to model a portion of the physical universe. To store information about a couple hundred electrons, they noted, one needs a computer memory that requires more atoms than what's available in the universe. Uh, however, one cannot exclude the possibility that some inherent physical property creates an obstruction to efficient classical simulations of many-body quantum systems, the researchers wrote. And it has a link to the site. <laughs> if you want to look this up, it's on advances.sciencemag.org. I mean, um, I, wow, it's eight pages. I can't they say. They have graphs. They do. Thank okay. God. And, oh my God, this is one of their math problems. Look at that. Is it one of those that would take up a whole chalkboard? Probably. To, to, okay, so it's arg, outside, parentheses, top row, z squared r, 
That's not going to do us any good. Just look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Don't drop my phone. That's that's one. Of the, they have like eight of those. <laughs> Arg. <laughs> I see. That's phi. Or is that theta? Oh, God. Phi? No, that's not phi. Yeah, the, the circle with a line through it. Oh, that one. Um, I mean, I, who am I to say that they're wrong? I'm not done. But this physical really? constraint is enough to prevent any ultra-intelligent beings from the future, extraterrestrial otherwise, from creating such a madding, maddeningly intricate and complex universe like ours. Contrary to what both Musk and Tyson claim to believe, perhaps today's advances in technology are simply the result of human ingenuity and not some pre-programmed or ordained reality in a megalithic hard drive from the future. Still... One thing's clear. Discoveries like this prove we have to learn about the physical universe before presuming to know its nature. Trusting human ingenuity as the way to a future that improves the human condition will take us much further than second-guessing ourselves with sensationalist metaphysics. I have never sounded so smarter. <laughs> so smarter? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say that Wait, so smart. That works. I've never sounded so smarter. Oh, I did miss a couple words, I think. All right, sorry. As you were saying. I have never sounded so smart in my life. I think that would work. Just go. We're probably embarrassing. Go. I, I mean, I can't really say that they're, like, wrong, but... <laughs> You're going to tell some Oxford dumbasses that they're yeah, wrong? You're stupid. But, I mean, I, I'm still... I, like... My whole thing on is, like, we could be, but we just can't comprehend it. Like, they did all that with stuff that we understand. Like, we probably don't comprehend anything that is going on outside the simulation because it would be completely different to what we have going on in here. Like, completely different. All laws that we know, all the rules of the universe that we know would not exist outside of it. Potentially. Potentially. I'm not saying it's real. I, I am. I know you're, I know you are. Not a fan of that theory. I like the theory. More in check with the parallel universe theory because the logic of that has been explored several times in media. And so there's a lot more like logistical views on how parallel universe could be plausible compared to simulation. That's just me. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I think openly about both. That's cool. But, uh, but yeah, I just thought we'd go over that. That would be pretty cool. You think it was cool? So cool. <laughs> no, that was interesting. Very confusing. Oh yeah, no. That I, was probably the most sciencey one. I, when I was had. reading that, we went over free suppression, and that one was yeah. way smarter. This one's, this one's like. The cream de la croix when it comes to science. Cream de la croix? That's correct, isn't is it? Is it? I think so. I thought it was creme de la crop. Creme de la crop? I don't know. I don't know. It's French. Cream of, can of cream corn. <laughs> this is the can of cream corn when it comes to conspiracy theories. This is the can of cream corn. I don't know. See, that was a simulated response right there. You're about to repeat what I just said. But anyways, I got some pork chops to cook. So, Jackson, where can they find us? On Instagram. 
Spotify. And, and Facebook if you're older than 30. And did you say Spotify? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the- <laughs> I thought you were about to plug the band. Oh, no. Um, Spotify, any place you can listen to a podcast, we're probably there. I hope. I haven't really checked. Stitcher. The main places. That's the only, like, obscure app I, I know. know. Yeah. Talk FM, I think. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of that. But if we're there, good. We deserve it. <laughs> we do deserve so it. So pretentious. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at nightswims.podcast. Um, <laughs> this is totally, like, random. But Cameron at the garage show kept saying her Instagram was at zooforstrays.band. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Are like, you a, yeah, it's a minor thing, but that's not our Instagram. <laughs> it's it's a minor like thing to point out, but that was, I just kept hearing him say like, uh, don't forget at zooforstrays dot band. <laughs> but it, that's not our Instagram at all. The zooforstrays uh, Instagram is just zooforstrays band. Yeah, and then nightswims dot podcast is of course ours. Um, thank you for listening. I've been Jackson. I've been Douglas. Um, maybe we'll do it uncovered next. I don't. Really I want know. to. You'll find out. Soon. Um, yes. Whew, excuse me. No, that's all you Bless get. You. All right, no more of us. Bye-bye. See you later.